So I was wrong. So I was wrong. So I was wrong. This is the Freedom Day follow-up where yeah. you said we won't have to wait six months. And yeah, in the UK, seems kind of okay. Yeah, strategy is hard, it seems. Who'd have known? Now, you know, honestly, I had no idea what was going to happen. I thought it could have been really bad as well. People were predicting like 200,000 plus cases a day, weren't they? But actually, in the end, it went down and it's kind of... I mean, it's still 25,000 new cases a day, which is kind of terrible. But at the same time, it's just become the new normal in the UK. So that's okay. It's interesting how much the media really defines what our perception of things. If not covering it, then we don't care about it. I just guess like the last really big pandemic was the flu pandemic. You know, the uh, is, it, is it wrong to call it the Spanish flu? The 1918 flu pandemic. And that was way worse, but no one was reporting on it because during World War I, and so people also just kind of like carried on, right? And no one knew. So, yeah, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe the real virus is the media. No, no, no. Let's not go there. I think Facebook is worse. So you're living a normal life now? Uh, not yet. I, let's see if I have to go back to the office. I'm probably, yeah, I know I'm going back to the office. What am I saying? I'm going back to the office, but not full time. 50-50? Oh, less than that. Okay. Well, that's nice too. Yeah. I mean, this this is also a UK-specific comment. I think the rest of the world is highly variable in how they're doing. Hong Kong has, like, literally zero cases, but is still acting completely crazily paranoid. And then I think the US, some places are good, some places are bad. I don't know. So I'm not qualified to comment on anywhere else. Well, let's move on. Let's move on. To, an, to another thing I'm probably not really qualified to comment it's on, so but I just think it's hilarious. I was surprised, for you. <laughs> I, surpri- I was surprised that OnlyFans appeared on our list. I woke up and there was, you, you know, like Twitter just recommends, here's a tweet we think you'd like. And I just read this tweet and it was about OnlyFans. And I was like, why are you recommending me this tweet? And the tweet was basically <laughs> saying, OnlyFans is banning sexual content on their platform and i was just like ha ha very funny why are you showing me this tweet it's so pointless and then you know what i clicked on the tweet though so maybe twitter was right and then i saw lots of other tweets basically saying the same thing and then i went on bbc news and bbc news had this story crowing about how their investigation had caused OnlyFan to pull pornographic content from their website and OnlyFans is going to ban all sexual content from October 1st. And I was like, wait, it's real? I mean, I don't actually really have much first-hand experience with OnlyFans, but as far as I know, OnlyFans is for porn. Right? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's OnlyFans not. is basically the Patreon of porn. Basically, we don't have this conversation yes. how like Patreon is such a good idea, but Patreon doesn't allow porn. And like, you know, the internet is for porn. Have you not heard that song? The internet is for yeah. porn. The internet is for porn. You know, grab your dick and double click, you know? Oh, you think me? Okay. Anyway. I've heard it. It works better when it's sung by a puppet. Yeah, it, it does. It does. Basically, 
I think for years we've had this conversation with friends like wow we should make porn on we should like make a patreon for porn and it You've would make like a billion dollars <laughs> have you not had this conversation about like hey we should do a startup and it should be you know well now you can because only fans well, now we is can going because on. yeah because only fans was basically that and it made a bit you know it was valued at a billion dollars and still going up and the speculation, I think, is that their investors have told them, hey, we don't want to be associated with smart. Take it off your platform. Or they're trying to pivot. I don't, you know, I actually don't know because I've really not looked that so, much into it other than these tweets and this news story. But so I can see two problems. It's either a payment problem or it's an investor's problem. But they're making enough money they shouldn't care about investors. It just seems mental to me. It's like, it's like, you know, OK, so because. Because, you know, I heard OnlyFans is now like promoting like cooking shows and stuff, Fitness. you know, or music videos. Or, and it's just like, imagine if Spotify one day just said a thing, you know, like, hey, we decided to focus on album artwork rather than no, music, you know. Not, it's a genre of music. It's like we're no longer going to provide alt rock or stuff that's too heavy. Yeah, okay, I guess that's true. I guess, I guess that's true. That's a better analogy. Fine. It's less ludicrous. <laughs> But it's true. Fine, fine, fine. Yeah, fine. Okay. If Spotify was like, we're going to be really highbrow. You're only allowed classical music now on Spotify. None of this like common trash. Or no M-rated music. No M-rated music. Yeah. It just reminds me so much of Tumblr, which, you know, I don't have much experience with OnlyFans. I love Tumblr. I use Tumblr so much. And then like Tumblr had their like adult content apocalypse as well you know i think was it was it when they got bought by yahoo at some point tumblr just said no adult content on tumblr and like tumblr was famous for a lot of stuff that you know other than the adult content like tumblr is just like this weird and wacky place where you could spin up a blog about anything and like my personal blog is on tumblr the podcast blog is on tumblr which actually makes me really sad because tumblr is really now like tumblr is actually like a hollow shadow of its former self and the interface is terrible and nothing displays correctly on the web anymore because they changed the post format but i just i just can't bear to to move on because it's just such a faff because i'm you know sunk cost fallacy 10 years but yeah tumblr i think was valued at 1.1 billion when yahoo bought it and then when they sold it it was worth 3 million that's what removing adult content from tumblr did to tumblr that's yahoo's fault that's not Tumblr's fault. I mean, they, they weren't pivoting to find a new way to make money. I'm just really curious what's going to happen to OnlyFans. Mike, this is your time. What are you doing tomorrow? What are you doing next week? I'm, I'm making Porntry on. Have you got the domain? Oh, yeah, I'm making OnlyFap. Uh, I'm going to register <laughs> oh, it right now. Don't, don't call it that. That's actually such a good idea. I should, go, I should register that right now. I bet it's already gone. I bet it's already gone. Let's be honest, I'm not doing that. It's way too much effort. But it's that not, is definitely though. something I should, I definitely should do that. Imagine. I really don't think it would be much effort compared to what you're doing day to day. Making a game sounds really hard for you. Yeah. Do, do you want to invest in my, do you want to invest in my Patreon of porn startup? Yes. Message me on the podcast, uh, message me on the podcast email list. Uh, minimum investment, 10 million, 10 million for, for 1%. <laughs> It's a good deal. It's going to be worth a billion dollars. <laughs> Whether you like it or not.
let's move on. Mike, you have a... Okay, I think it's called a looking glass portrait. I called it a hollow photo frame. Yeah, I bought a 3D display because I'm a sucker for 3D things and I can't stop hemorrhaging money even though I'm not making any money. I backed a project on Kickstarter for something called The Looking Glass Portrait. And Looking Glass is a company that makes 3D displays and the portrait is their first commercial like consumer 3D display unit, you know, like an off-the-shelf thing you can buy that doesn't cost like thousands of dollars. So it's not very big. It's like, I actually don't, I don't even know what the dimensions are, but it's not very big. It's like half the size of an iPad or something, but it's, it's a 3D display. You don't need special glasses. It doesn't have really restricted viewing angles. You can literally just throw up a picture on it and like move your head around and then it's 3D. Colors, colors. Yeah, colors, everything. I mean, the resolution's not very high. And how good the effect is, you know, is very variable. It depends what you're showing. Like some things on there look really convincingly 3D and other things just look kind of weird. But I don't know. I just thought it was so cool. It's like, it's literally like, you know, Star Trek future tech. It's like a holographic display. I mean, it's not, is it, is it holographic? What's the definition of holographic? But, you know, the pictures appear to have depth. Okay. And it, it's not like it's locked to one person. It's not like a 3DS screen where, you know, it's 3D, but only if you look at it just right. And then, like, the new 3DS had that thing where it does the eye tracking to make it work for you, like, the, the main person using it. But, like, if someone's looking over your shoulder, it won't look right necessarily for them. But, like, this, like, lots of people can look at it and they'll see it correctly. Uh, would you recommend it? It's a very niche product. I haven't actually played around with it very much because the mental overhead of doing so just seems too high for me to bother. <laughs> like I've I've connected it up and I've looked at the demo stuff that's loaded onto it because it's got an internal Raspberry Pi 4 and an SD card storing a bunch of like demo scenes that you can just cycle through. You can, of course, connect it to a PC and use it as a 3D display. So you can upload like pre-rendered stuff to it or you can literally live you know, play stuff into it. So you, there's a Unity plugin. So you can actually like run 3D games that you've made in Unity. There's a Voxatron plugin. So you can like play Voxatron, you know, that voxel-based game engine. But it will render in real 3D. So I do want to try that at some point. But I haven't actually done it yet. Well, so it'll update quick enough for you to play games on it? Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's like a real display. You know, it's, it's not like it shows still images. It's like, it's a prop, it's literally a screen, but with some fancy diffraction grate thing on it to do the 3d effect and then the the thing that's kind of nuts is i think it's having to render like 40 ish viewpoints simultaneously so the problem if you're running a game in it is that you know maybe you can run your game at 60 frames per second but can you run 40 copies of your game at 60 frames per second you know like not the computation but at least the rendering loop because you have to render 40 different viewpoints to do the 3d effect okay so it's computationally quite demanding, I think, to run a game on it. But yeah, it sounds cool. Like, you know, it might be fun to play around and make some Voxatron stuff. Or, you know, what I was thinking would be really cool would be like Star Fox. You know, like make a version of Star Fox that was like really 3D. And this is just because I'm nostalgic and like the snares. But then the problem is um, 
it only works in portrait orientation. That's why it's called the looking glass portrait. You can't just turn it on its side, unfortunately. <laughs> so, because obviously the diffraction rating only goes one way. So, uh, yeah. One last thing. If you like 3D things, have you ever thought about getting a 3D printer? They're just so big. They're just so big and bulky and, and messy. This is why, you know, I was a software engineer and not a real engineer. <laughs> I shouldn't call it a real engineer, <laughs> you know, like, but, you know, I do remember this because I, I did an engineering degree. And then when I was applying for software engineering jobs after, you know, they were like, why do you like software engineering when your degree is in engineering engineering? And I was just like... Real engineering is just so messy and software is just like, doesn't take up any real space, you know, and, and everything's just so clean. It's just like, it's a one or a zero. That's it. It's not like, oh yeah, this bridge is like, a, this bridge is a one, it's up. And then it's like, oh, the bridge is gone. <laughs> it's a zero. There's lots of states in between, you know. That's good. Yeah. Three, 3D printing's 3D printing is just like, it takes hours as well. Overnights, yeah. Yeah. At least there's a reason for you to play Warzone in between prints. Yeah, that's right. It's like it's like that XKCD comic about compiling, isn't it? It's like, why aren't you guys working? Oh, our code's compiling. It's like, why are you playing Warzone? It's like, oh, my uh, thing's printing. <laughs>